All right, UFC 222 recap. What a fucking show, huh? I will agree with you. Great show. Lots to talk about. Pretty decent. It's going to be a good one, guys. Seriously. A lot of weird shit. Yeah, this is going to be a really good one. Um, uh, thoughts overall on the card, just uh, compared to what you expected before we watched it? Shit ton of split decisions. Yeah, there's a, a lot of those. Some of those I didn't think were split decisions. I don't think anybody did. Yeah. Especially the fighters. Yeah. They were more surprised than we were, obviously. And and we're getting this podcast out a little bit late. We, <laughs> we, this was a card we were actually going to watch live in Thailand, Fight Pass. We're going to watch it live at 9 a.m. Uh, we're going to have to miss the prelims and catch them later or just do the podcast on, on, the, on the main card, basically. Um, kind of glad we didn't for that uh, Dalloway. Well, a few of the the nice Dalloway prelims. debacle, if you will. But uh, the the prelims. Well, I went to bed around five. I was uh, staying up a little bit late, so I was already in bed at four forty. <laughs> oh yeah, and so, so uh, I know when you went, when I set my alarm for eight forty-five, I was already kind of in that that notion that like I might snooze a little yeah, bit. I noticed. And then I got up at I got eight forty-five, snoozed once, woke up at uh, for sure by nine. I text you, text you three times. Yeah, you didn't answer. So I assumed you were asleep, and so I went back to sleep. So at 9.30, I went and got us breakfast. But why, why didn't you answer at Six 9? miles away. I would have. Because I, I wasn't up at 9. I would have toughed it out at I got 9. We'd have watched it live and done the. We were going to make this the very first uh, recap immediately following. We were going to watch the show at 9, live, run in the studio, do the recap, post it within like an hour. And it was going to be a record-breaking. Well, and now it's like. Well, there's one every four days. <laughs> no, it's 11.40 p.m., Yeah, and we're just getting started with the recap I guess show. has to be at work at 9 tomorrow. So, uh, anyway, yeah, so then, then I woke up at like 12 or something. Well, I will, yeah, 12, 1, 2, But four, it was sunny outside, yeah. and then I'm thinking like, eh, in America it's the middle of the night anyway, so it's like even if we did it right now, yeah, we should have told no, me. One's gonna, no one's going to watch it. Do you know it. how hard it is not to have social media, because that's where I work half my shit off of? And not be able to do it because I'm waiting on results. Because yeah. we don't know the results till we watch it, seriously. Or we try not to, at least. But then yeah. I figured we can go to the basketball court, which we have a brand new basketball court, AK Thailand. So check it out on my Instagram at Mike underscore Swick or AK Thailand. Obviously, we have we actually have on AK Thailand Instagram and my Instagram, we have the entire build. So basically what happened was, as I posted today on my Instagram. <laughs> this is a recap, by the way. This this guy said that <clears throat> he was telling some guests at the, at the gym that he could beat me at basketball. I could school, swick at basketball, blah, blah, blah. So we, we built a basketball goal, a full regulation half court, and it looks amazing. I, I haven't seen a lot of basketball courts outside of, like, colleges and, and high schools. I think it's pretty fucking nice. Like, yeah. I think we did a pretty good job, dude. It's, it's like two full regulation logos everywhere, and they've just finished it yesterday. So, uh, and the sun was out, so I was like, let's just go hit some hoops school you a little bit huh. then, then we'll come back we'll watch the fights on fight pass then we'll do the recap show and then things you know we were out there for two hours and they got tired and then i beat watched the, the prelims then we watched the, you did beat me today yeah you did beat me back you beat me in everything like we played horse we played i'll be honest it's a touch even, windy because it's on the side of a mountain yeah so that's kind of well, it's below much, a mountain but yeah. like well I would, yeah. it's nice and cool but it is a little windy but uh sorry guys we're getting off track but uh yeah, we were making up games, like our own games. But bottom line is, uh, if you are planning to come to AK Thailand, I know we got a lot of viewers and listeners that do come to AK Thailand at AK Thailand. 
they're so excited about this basketball court and it's fucking it's pretty yeah. awesome dude like it's really cool to like in between training sessions to go out there and just shoot some hoops come challenge me i can't fight but i can hoop i'll beat you though because i was my when? i was getting my shots down at the end because i taught you but still i, I was, was getting them down you. Man, yeah you helped me you did yeah. you're gonna have to I help got, me fight. i got a really cool drone shot from like way high up of you making a nice three-pointer it's gonna look sick so you'll probably put that on instagram tomorrow you think we've lost any viewers so far? No, no. So anyway, guys, sorry about that. We're a little sidetracked. But you know, <laughs> anyway. We always do. Fuck them. Whatever. So here's the deal. So uh, UFC 222, I want to start with. Uh, well, I was, I'm glad we missed doing it live because then we would we not. Did get the, yeah, we did get the prelims. That time. Dalloway. We watched all of it. Yeah, the, the Dalloway-Lombard, Hector Lombard fight. Yeah. So what's your take on that? Because, I mean, let's, let's start from the beginning. I mean, there was no clear, like, I mean, it was a decent. I mean, it was just. I'd say if you had to have the edge on points, it might be Dalloway. I don't even know. Like, yeah. it, I wasn't. It wasn't one that I was like, "Oh wow, this guy's winning." But they were still fighting. Blah blah blah. Now I will say that the right hand was loaded and on its way. I don't know what the rules are as far as if the punch is on its way. Well, yeah, when the, the bell rings. At the end of the, as the bell rang, Lombard oh, yes, one two pieced him, as the kids say in the streets that I yeah, grew up in. I think so. And uh, it did knock him down. And it was yeah. after the bell. All right. Now again, may I? Well, let's just finish the the, the, okay. the punch first, and then I know where you're going to go because yeah. now we talked about it for 20 minutes. And it took us like – this is why it took so long. It took us like six hours to watch this UFC yeah. because we just couldn't stop talking about shit. Right. Anyway, um, so he after the bell uh, – well, the bell rang. He was loaded with his right hand, threw the punch, and the bell rang. So I think he was already in the air. I don't know how they judge that as far as – I think if you're already throwing the punch, sometimes they give you slack on that. I don't know. You can't stop know. it as soon as that. But it was late. I mean, yeah. it did hit him late. But the left hand, which knocked him down and, and knocked him silly, 100% was late. Oh, like, yeah. it for sure 1 million percent was late. So long story short, C.B. Dalloway went down, wasn't knocked out, wasn't asleep. He, he went down, stood up, and even knew what happened immediately. He said, they said, stop the fight, the bell, uh, what's going on? Why did he hit me? Like, so he, he did at that point know what was going on. Doesn't matter. He won the fight. I mean, it's, it, <clears throat> now, from my like, again, but let's hear your perspective. I'm not a I fighter. You're about to make some enemies oh, here. Oh, come on. Well, fuck it. <laughs> I'm not a fighter or a doctor. Yeah, right. You know, closer to being a doctor than a fighter. But the dude wasn't asleep. All right. And I get it. I've never been knocked out. I get it. I fully understand all the hate mail I'm about to get. But when you get up and you walk to your corner perfect and you're like, hey, man, what happened? Uh, we. He hit me late. He's even saying he hit me late after the bell rang, blah, blah, blah. He was coherent. He was. And then he sees all the commotion going on, and he's thinking now it probably hits him in the head. Like, well, you know, I can, uh, I can bullshit my way through this. I mean, why not? Might as well take the win, get the win purse, you know? Shit, I don't know what he gets. Probably a good 65, 70K for that win bonus, whatever, or, you know, win and show, whatever. So he's standing there in the corner, and the doctors come, and the judges, and he starts, then he starts pulling all the, what happened? What happened? He's holding on to people and stumbling. Now, he had just walked around 45 seconds. Perfect. Now, again, I've never been knocked out, but it's just, you know. And then, of course, you know, they came over and said, look, you know, you're disqualified, Lombard. You know, sorry, buddy. So then they escort uh, Dalloway to, the, uh, to a stretcher. A stretcher. All right. Not to spoiler alert, but Edgar ate one hell of a punch and legitimately got knocked out there for a moment. And he was fine. Again, a different for everybody. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the deal. Like, well, wait, hold on. Even when he's on the stretcher, he's like, what happened? What happened? What happened? It's four minutes later. Bruce Buffer already said, look, hey, due to two punches after the bell, you know, you're a winner. Congrats. I, it's just, look, you, you won. 
you can stop the charades, you know. And I'm All sure right. people are going to hate on me on that, but it's come on. That's man. your opinion. Now here's the thing: like, a hundred percent, he won the fight. I mean, yeah. he legitimately got rocked. He legitimately was hurt, and, and he was. I've been in a position before. You know, I've been TKO'd where I asked what happened a few times after the fight as well. So I, I can say that like he he might not have known where he was. Um, I, I sort of did get the feeling that that. That, I don't know. I kind of got a little bit of the same feeling as you, but I feel bad saying that because it, it is what it is. He got yeah. hit late. I mean, he won the fight. He so won the like, fight. No, I'm you, not you, taking anything away from critique him for that. I mean, yeah. but the thing about it is, is like but from my perspective, you know, what I don't get is, and why I think that it might be a little bit more true is, is, is the fight was already called and he was still then continuing to do it and then get on the stretcher and like wondering what happened and all that. The what happened part, I understand. I've seen that multiple times in the locker room where fighters are like, "What happened? What happened?" That does continue but on. He, he may have been concussed a little bit, even though he didn't go to sleep. But he already had won the fight, so I don't know. Who knows? But long story short, I mean, it was it was a late punch. And Lombard messed up, and that yeah. put Lombard on like a five fight lose streak right now. I think. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, I think, I think not was, taking anything from Dalloway. Like I said, congrats. I personally thought he was winning the fight already to begin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just I don't know. From I guess from a you're just saying you know. because. Not because he just acted that way, but because he seemed coherent at first and then got worse as it went on versus like you, we see guys get knocked out all the time, as you said, Frankie Yeager, where they just pop up and like, yeah, I mean, they might be out of it, but they're not like going to like, I mean, he, he did go through a lot yeah. of like, I mean, I have like seen when they were asking if he was okay. I mean, he was going through a lot of like, it, it seemed a little, and maybe he got hit that hard, but. I mean, maybe his chin's so hard that he didn't go to sleep. I mean, God bless him. Again, if, I mean, I, I could be wrong here. I'm just, yeah. you know, it's a recap, and I'm recapping my feelings. Yeah. And it just just seemed a little little off-putting to me, if you will. Yeah. I just, well, you know, whatever. But. I mean, at the end of the day, the bottom line is, though, Hector did hit him late. Yeah. And that was, that was ridiculous because, like, you hear the bell when it rings. If there's one thing you do hear out there aside from your corner, you do hear that well, bell. Well, you get the 10 seconds of the wooden. Yes, yeah, so you know 10 seconds, but then you hear that bell. So... Maybe that right hand, you know, they might have let that slide since it didn't knock him out, obviously. But that left hand, bro, that, I mean, it was like, I mean, this was the punch that the bell rang. And this one got loaded yeah. and fully extended during. And then know, rang his bell, maybe, Mike? Uh, maybe. See that? I can't say that either. You're going to lose all kinds of fans in this show. Well, I mean, I know you're just saying what you want to say. And it is what it is. Do your fans' perspective. But um either way it goes you know cb actually he did okay i mean like you said his game plan was okay and it seemed like it was going okay there wasn't a clear-cut like dominant winner i think at the time um now the question is this let's, let's bring this into it uh when we watched the replay dalloway said he said stop and then he hit me he didn't say the bell he said he said stop he said the rest said stop when we watched the replay do you think that the fight would have been a knockout had they had five more seconds. That's the question. That's a good call. Now, I, if that it doesn't change anything, it doesn't change anything. But I didn't see any movement from Dalloway because we, we watched the replay a couple times. I didn't see any movement where he put his hands down and was like, okay, I'm going back to my corner, and then just got clocked. Mm. He was in the middle of a kick. He was bringing the leg back. His hands were still kind of up. You can never know for sure because when you hear a bell, you do automatically think that it's over. But... Then again, it's if we want to get conspiracy theorists oh, about it. Here we go. You can you can ask yourself, would he have won with five more seconds or not? It's irrelevant. I, I think, in my opinion, he probably would have landed that combination. It seemed like he was he was going for that combination regardless if that bell was ringing or not. Well, here's what I'm thinking: if, like you said, there was five seconds left, I don't think Dalloway would have stayed down. 
Like if that was and four, four minutes left, I mean, yeah, we could go on this forever. Yeah, I think everything yeah. would have changed. Like I said, he, nothing, he, he I'm not heard, taking anything away from him. I think he did the right thing. If, you know, I mean, sometimes you've got to flop a little. Look at soccer. You think those guys, when they get knocked down, roll around for 11 minutes, get carried off on a stretcher, and then they just jog back in seven seconds later? Yeah. It's all bullshit. And again, hear yeah. that 10-second thing or whatever, so. you got to know it's almost coming. So, yeah. so again, it is what it is. Nothing away from Dalloway. Congrats on the win, but I just, uh, you know. I mean, and it sucks to win that and way, And I too. would do it, too. I'm not calling him like a, a bitch or anything. You were saying that, too. Yeah, you I was were like, like fucking good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd have laid down and cried. and. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, no one likes to win like that. That's for sure. So. I mean, no, no one wants to win a fight. I mean, you want to win dominantly. I'm interested to see to, or interested to see what Dalloway says tomorrow. Yeah, know? or Lombard. I hear both. And and, and you know, have speed recovery to him if he did get concussed. Because I mean, I've seen people get concussed and like not even get put to sleep. Yeah. I've been concussed and had to get out of a fight with uh, uh, Martin Campman, and that was a title contention fight. Uh, and that was my first title contention fight. I was supposed to fight before I ended up fighting Dan Hardy, and I I had to pull out because I got concussed by Koscheck nonetheless, not yeah. from a punch, but from a slam. He slammed me so hard into the mat because I was doing some crazy jump you, knee. You bring up Koscheck. And I landed had... my head on the ground and, like, dude, I didn't even go to sleep. I continued fighting, continued the round. But then from that point on the rest of the day, I was constantly throwing up sick, went to the hospital, and they said I was 100% concussion. I was right for the fight. So they, they opted to be on or, or go on safety side and, and not let me fight. So if he's concussed, man, you know, hats off. I mean, not hats off, but I mean, like, hopefully yeah. he gets a speedy recovery and. and, and and heals fast, and, and everything's fine, you know. What's, like you I never said, when, know. You, when you bring up Koscheck, you know, he was infamous for pretending to get hit by a knee to win that fight, you know what I mean, yeah. against uh, what, Anthony Johnson. So, you know, I mean, you do have I to play the game when something. it's, you know, if, if you can, you know, well, I don't just know. like grabbing the cage, if you get away with it, you know. Either, I mean, like I said, I don't think it mattered. I think either way, they saw that the, the punch was late, yeah. you know, it was it was over. Again, I mean, I'm not trying to bag it's, on it's him. It's weird, but. and... I don't want to get stay on this fight all night. I mean, but I know it's weird too. But also, Herb Dean, it was interesting because he walked over to one of the officials, and then the camera came over and he moved over again. Mm. And I believe he said something along the lines of, "Do you think it was intentional?" But that's weird because that doesn't matter. Yeah, what does it matter? Yeah. I mean, how can you? I mean, if you throw a punch after the bell, how can you? How can I you tell if it was if it was intentional? Because you had to have heard the bell. So, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, just because you look like you're still just continuing to fight doesn't mean you didn't hear the bell and you're punching. I think if there was one punch after the bell, that's accident. Two punches, come on. You know, yeah. I get it. You're in the mode and all yeah. that stuff, whatever. But well, anyway, that's that fight. And I think also, just to, just to end it, there's uh, when you have six minutes in between rounds of controversy and it, conversation, it's, over anyway, yeah. it's got to be over. They can't, so, they can't yeah. let it go. Yeah. So, again, uh, Dalloway, congrats on the win, man. I mean, however you get it. Yeah. You know. So, anyway, that was that fight. Um you could have watched that fight twice here in our uh, recap. Yeah, on no that. shit. Huh? Well, we <laughs> so, never go off but on you don't tangents. Need to. We, we literally covered every detail of that fight. You've got to change this name from real quick to something else. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> anyway, we so, just never are. Uh, Casagano and Vieira. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I like Casagano, but I'll be honest. She did not look like herself at all. Mm -hmm. She looked completely. I don't know. Maybe she was. Sick. I mean, there's always a, a chance. My when guess you're was sick. She overtrained, or it could be anything. Yeah. Overtraining, sickness. Uh, it could be. She didn't fight, didn't she? She hasn't fought in like. Since yeah, UFC 200. It, did I hear that correct? Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say I feel bad if like she didn't. I don't remember, but like I don't remember the last time she fought. I think that's when it was 200. And it's 222. That's 22 yeah. pay per views, not counting fight nights yeah. and foxes and stuff like that. So that's like six months in UFC time. <laughs> yeah, at least like <laughs> a week and a half. Yeah. You know. But the point is, is like so that's a lot of ring rust too. Um, so 
I don't know. She didn't look herself, I thought. And and I thought that uh, she looked a bit sloppy just for, for herself. I mean, she's a great fighter. She yeah, was ranked number, definitely. number one yeah, in the world. One. And she, she fought. fought Rousey. So uh, I think she fought not to her best potential. And and that was a split decision. And that was a split decision I didn't get. Now, Vieira, I don't think she had a performance that like she thought she had. She did what she needed to do to win, yeah. for sure. She dominated. But I don't think... I, I think she's talking about the title shot and... And and all this and that. I don't think she had the performance that like. I mean, she beat a great girl in Shingano, but that not, she did do not in ridiculous fashion, you know. Yeah, so. but either way, we'll she see. she did. You know, she she beat Kat Sagano. She's on her way yeah. up. I don't think it was a split decision. So going in in, you know, Vera's favor here. I don't I don't think she should have won that via split decision. That was mm -hmm. unanimous. I I think I, I don't see how Kat Sagano won around in there, in my opinion. I may have missed just, something. I mean, I think the judges, like I said, there was four or six, something like that. Uh, I looked at the card. In I looked at the cards. One one judge gave gave her, uh, I want to say rounds one and three. Gave her two rounds. You never know. Yeah, I mean, one we, and three. I guess these new rules. Now are, but either way, I mean, I hope Katsugano bounces back. She hope, will. If there was something wrong, uh, I hope there was something. Not hope there wasn't nothing wrong, but yeah. I hope there's a reason why. You know, she didn't perform as well, and she comes back strong. And she was crying at the end, so obviously, like she, she was emotional. Something, something was probably wrong. Yeah. I think we're gonna find out. It so, could be anything. You never know, man. She's went through a lot. I like, hope the best for her. She's cool. She's had to deal with cool a girl, career. So. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, we'll get past that one. Yeah. So, so Viera's on her way. You know, she's definitely taking a step up. Gonna fight a better opponent. I don't think she's fighting for the title, but I think she's gonna be right there for sure. Um, Casicano's ranked number six or something. I think. Yeah. Um. Struve versus Arlovsky. Man, I picked Struve in this one from... Buddy, I picked Struve in like the first round. Yeah, me too, pretty what much. What a great fight by Arlovsky. And I, this is coming from an Arlovsky fan back in the old days, dude. I watched and him I'm before Struve I got fan, UFC. And an Arlovsky fan, of no, course. No, I'm, I'm a Struve fan too, yeah. but I'm like an old-score Arlovsky fan back before I ever got in UFC. When he had long hair and shit? When he was, yeah, and, and the fangs, he was fighting like Tim Sylvia, Paul Buenatello, those guys who was the champion. And like, he was just crushing people, dude, with knockouts. And like they said in the the broadcast, he he had went for like zero takedowns in like twenty something fights. He had and twenty four fights with no takedowns. In the first round, he had three takedowns. Brilliant, Struve. Absolutely brilliant. What a game how, plan! How in the world could Struve have possibly? He never knew that was coming. How could he have possibly prepared for a takedown from Arlovsky when he's not done it in twenty something yeah. fights? It's like me taking you down right now. It's crazy. Like literally in the podcast, I would never expect that. <laughs> well, get ready. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was an absolute brilliant game plan. He got him down. Um, and, dude, for Arlovsky to come back and beat Struve in his prime, I mean, he's 30 years old, that's a big win for him, Arlovsky's bro. Arlovsky's, what, 39? Is he older than us? Thank God. Finally. He's older than us. Somebody yeah, finally. he's older than us. And, uh, obviously, we've seen Struve beat uh, Stipe. Yeah. I mean, he's beat Miosic, who's the champion right now, and he's just getting in his prime. So that's a huge win for Arlovsky. So I, I think now... Whoever's coaching Arlovsky, I mean, I mean, his main strategist, I mean, he's got, we know who's coaching him, but mm -hmm. his main strategist might be onto something. Yeah, like, he left, like mixing uh, it up a little bit, doing a little bit of ground, a little bit of the leg kicks worked. You know, it's crazy. You don't hear a lot of people leaving Jackson. No. And then he went to what, American Top Team, right? Yeah. Like Florida, whatever. But, I don't know for sure. But, you know, the, the leg kicks worked well, too. Yeah. I mean, he, he mixed up with leg kicks. I mean, he's done that before, but I mean, he makes it really well in the takedowns. I mean, that was the big difference. He's strong just, and he uses strength and like. Just because we saw him in uh, Singapore live, yep, and yep. no offense to Arlovsky, but he didn't look. No. Obviously, Arlovsky. Well, that's why like, I picked Struve in the first round. Yeah. And, and Singapore, he looked bad. And I'm thinking, I felt bad. So I'm like, man, you were such, you were the champ. And like, 
every time you see and you get to that that age where you you don't get better but he did exactly that he went and and he re-strategized he didn't try to like fight the same way he used to fight and be better at it because you're only going to get worse as age goes on right he changed his strategy and obviously it works struve definitely didn't count on those takedowns and she was on his back what four times in the first round just when uh three yeah three or four and, and then another takedown at least one or two in the second round or something so i was like can't I mean, he, uh count out arlovsky man when you think no. he's done so he's back so he's kind of like a mark hunt type you know what i mean so he's back and now he's got takedowns probably gonna work those a little bit more now that he saw that it works so uh we might see an interesting fight dynamic yeah with yeah him. A different uh different mixture of uh of fights there so or a different mixture Congrats of uh, depending Arlovsky. on who he fights. Hell. Um, we'll move right along to O'Malley versus. What a crazy motherfucker, huh? Pronounce the. I'm sorry, man. It's Andre. He's right? from Laos. It's uh, Sokam Taff. Sokam Taff. He's from Rhode Island, but yeah. he, he, he's from originally from Laos, which is cool. Yeah. We haven't seen a Laotian fighter in the UFC. I can't believe you know that word. I'm so impressed. I'm really hoping it is a word. I, I hope you I right, don't know dude. if it is, dude. <laughs> I hope you guys Billy don't come Ocean. on there and be like, Laotian? There's no Laotians. <laughs> but, but it's cool to see a Laotian. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to act like it's a real word. That's good. Uh, we've never seen a Laotian in the UFC. That's kind of cool. When he was walking out, he almost looked Thai. So I was thinking like, wow, is this a Thai guy in the yeah. UFC? And the name was similar to Thai, not quite, but so I knew it was from Southeast Asia. I just didn't know where. I thought maybe Vietnam or, or somewhere, but uh, Cambodia, but but Laotian. And uh, here's the thing: the fucking this fight blows my mind. Of all the fights tonight, this is the fight where I'm just. Oh, like, I'm sure most people are gonna think that, man. Okay, O'Malley had a great fight. First round was amazing. I love the fact that he hurt him. He would go on to regret it, even though he won. Yeah. But he heard him, but he was looking for a highlight real knockout. So that, I mean, that shows you the UFC is so competitive right now that you can't win a fight just by winning. Well, let's say, you know, he, he won unanimous decision. Yeah. Right, so I don't know. We, there's a recap. We never tell who wins. Just no, we just we'll get up. to it. But I'm just yeah, saying, know, the thing is, like, if you just win fights, I mean, he's coming off the contender show. We should mention that as well. So he's one of these guys. Great stepping stone. A lot of these guys are going to the contender show and getting the UFC and getting these fights. And, and they're getting. You? And we watched Snoop Dogg, you know, give a, a nice little recap on his O'Malley fight. And he was saying, what do you say? Something like, I'll go in any alley with O'Malley yeah, or something. When Snoop's backing you, for some reason, even though he's 48. Yeah, so it gives you a little clout. Yeah. And, and so, but the thing about him is he understands that like winning a fight's not enough anymore. And in my day, you win a fight. You're up there. You get a countdown show. You get publicity. You get mm-hmm. promoted for your next fight. Nowadays, you win a fight. You're going to be forgotten in the next two weeks, three weeks, unless you win spectacularly with a, with a highlight reel knockout or submission. So you can tell he understood that. You can tell he was going for it. So he had him hurt in the in the he first was round. Off some weird shit in the beginning, man. It was yeah. So he was showing off in the beginning, but then he mm-hmm. had him hurt, like where he was literally he could have finished the fight, and yet he stayed trying to land that big kick, trying to land that big punch, and he didn't get it. But he tried, so you can tell. You have to give him the, the you know, credit for trying and, and, and trying to get that spectacular finish. Then the round two didn't go as good for him. Um, this kid's tough, man. Say his name one more time. Oh, shit, it's a uh, Sokem Teth. Sokem Teth. I'm, I'm gonna I go with that. Like it's Sokem Teth. It's Sokem Teth. So he. Uh, I'm a doctor and a fighter. He's man. tough as shit, man, because he hurt his knee at one point, and and you thought he was out or something. In the very or, beginning, yeah. Yeah, but he came back. And he got kicked a bunch of more times and came back. And then he came back. The second round did good. Third round did good too. And here's the crazy thing. He hurt. Well, 
O'Malley kicked him, blocked the, he blocked it with the forearm. It wasn't even an elbow, which yeah. I initially thought. It was the forearm, which is weird how this works when you fight. You never know, right? He hit his forearm and probably broke his, his shin or, or broke a bone his, and it definitely hurt himself bad. Can you name the two bones in your leg? Tibula and fibula. Am I right? I hope I'm right because that's embarrassing. If it's I'm not. fibula and tibula. There you go. Well, it's That's not. No, it's still close. I'm still proud. Good enough, right? Anyway, one of those are. Maybe fucked. I had just said it wrong. One of those enough. bones are fucked. Anyway, so he busted that thing up, and so he couldn't walk, literally. And instead of just getting up, he—it's almost as if he felt bad for him because after the fight, he was like all over him, like tapping him, and like, you know, in his face, like, "Man, man, are you okay?" You know, like he knew he was hurt. He couldn't walk. It was very clear to him and everyone else. O'Malley couldn't walk. Well, when he stood up and had to hop 11 yeah. times. He couldn't walk. He took him to the ground, and he had at least, what, a minute left or something? Two, yeah, at least. And he could have easily, like 100%, stood up and just walked back to his corner and it had been over because the ref would never have let him continue. If he got up and couldn't walk, it would have been over. They would have waved it off, and he would have won, and O'Malley would have taken a loss, and it would have went the other way around. Who brought that to your attention? You did, and that was very smart. I was very proud of you. I, I was very proud of you for saying that because he's beating him up on the ground, and it was kind of close toward the second, third round, so I didn't know for sure, you know, like – uh, he could pull off something crazy, but you said, man, just get up, just get up, just get, get up and leave him alone. And then I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, he can't get up. I mean, when he did two times, he stood up and had to bounce the first time. Then he took him down. Okay. I get yeah. it. Maybe he didn't see it. The second time he legitimately had to rest his foot up on the cage yeah. to stand up. He couldn't stand. It's like, dude, walk away. Yeah. Or just leg kick the living shit. He's, he's not going to be able to check it. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that to O'Malley, you know, but you know, I like O'Malley. I mean, who, who it was a great fight. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of his no matter what after yeah. that fight, but he could have he could have won that fight. Yeah. Who who could have won that fight? Oh, that's Sokumtath. Sokumtath. Yeah. Sokumtath could have. I have totally, to say it slow first, and then he, he could have totally won that fight a hundred percent if he had stood up and just walked away. There's yeah. no way he would have continued. And the ref, there's no way a ref is going to allow a fighter to fight who can't walk. And and when they were clinching together or whatever, that that little bit before he went down, he had no pressure on his left. Right. His I think it was left or whatever. And like, I was the asshole screaming foot stomps. You know how much I love the foot stomp. Yeah, yeah. I wish they'd I bring that them. shit back. You foot stomp somebody with a broken foot, it's got to sting. It yeah. has to. I, it, right? I got both of my feet fractured in a fight. Really? Yeah, Chris Lieben. He did that shit to me. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, true story. I hated him for it. How come I learned so much shit from Here, you? Here's the crazy thing about the Chris Lieben fight. When I fought Chris Lieben, WC, we fought. And uh, he, he rushed me in the beginning because I was going to strike, obviously. And he wanted to clinch me up. Rushed me to the cage. And he started stomping my feet. And it didn't hurt. So I'm thinking like, I was more concerned at, I'll be honest, for whatever reason, things didn't smell so great at that, that time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you think about weird things, but I was, I was more concerned with the, the, there's a weird smell going on at part of the, the ring for some reason. I'm not going to speculate why. But uh, I was more concerned with that. And he was stomping my feet. And I remember thinking like, this doesn't even hurt, dude. What are you doing? Who cares? Like, and I was going to you know, turn him over and, and try to get position and maybe get a takedown or push him off and get back to my, or get, back to the center of the octagon and uh then just all of a sudden out of the blue like really bad pain like probably one of the worst pains i've ever felt in the octagon usually you don't feel pain as much it's more like impact and a little bit of pressure some pain and then later you feel it it was crushing pain on both of them yeah so he cracked both of my did you have to lay in bed for I continued to fight. I could. It, no, I don't mean that. I'm saying from like. I continued to fight. So weeks I mean, after it, the it fight. wasn't like it stopped me from moving or whatever like that. But yeah, it, no, 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 no. It was like little fractures. It wasn't like I wasn't like immobile. I didn't get a cast or anything. Like a boxer's fracture in your feet. Yeah, but I remember there was a place the size of a nickel on my left foot that was numb for like years. 
I could rub all around it, but I couldn't rub on top of it. Why would you? I just liked rubbing it because it was you numb. Like rubbing your. Well, I was pissed off at him for making my foot numb for long, like life. I thought so, it was for life. So for I years, years you would. Rub it might it? still be. I don't even know. I haven't touched my foot in May a while. I? No, it's okay. But but the point was, so yeah, it does hurt, man. It does, so I'm, I'm not a fan of it. So screw you for telling people to fucking well, foot. He stomp. didn't hear me. Well, I'm just saying. It's a shitty deal. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it'd be effective on a guy with one leg. It is when they fracture. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I got off that fucking fence. That's for sure. So, uh, but anyway, so that's my little story. To add to we that. never go off topic. That's good. Sorry, guys. Speaking of off topic, real fast, uh, that camera's about to go off, and I'm yeah. not gonna let that shit happen again. So, boom. all right. So obviously, the next fight would be the co-main event, featuring Frankie Edgar and Brian Ortega, and our last podcast guest. Our very last podcast yeah, guest was uh, no, it didn't. Uh, our last Frank podcast Edgar. guest. Mm-hmm. I just That's didn't better. say it right. All right, my good job, buddy. Hey, thanks, buddy. That's awesome. Well, this uh, is what happens when you keep me awake for 15, 18 hours waiting for you. Anyway, so uh, yeah, uh, I knew it was gonna be an explosive fight. I was wondering if Frankie was gonna take him down because he said in the podcast he was gonna do whatever it took, take him down, stand, whatever he saw. Um, we obviously knew that uh, Ortega's jujitsu was amazing. Um, that was the thing that was the most scary, and he did get his neck for a second in the first round. But the fact that he knocked out Edgar, only the person, round, the only person in twenty-seven ever. something fights or something—that's UFC More, fights, 30 I think. Something. Yeah. So he's probably had, God knows how many fights he's had total. I don't even know for sure, but like it's he's impressive. never been finished ever. And and Ortega finished him in the first round via knockout. And what a, what a story of Ortega before we get in just yeah, a little dude. bit because I didn't know this till you told me this today, man. I mean, yeah. hats off. What a what a fucking badass, man. Yeah, he said that he was he was kind of a street kid. And he had his street buddies, and he ran to this OG kind of guy. <clears throat> and I feel really bad. I don't remember his name. That's all right. Um, but he was he was there when he won the won the fight or whatever. Um, I'm going to look up his name. And, uh, well, these guys have the Google. I'll well. mention it in the next podcast because I really want to get Ortega on the podcast next. Yeah. Um, but uh, And that guy and the coach. Yeah, he, he basically uh, apparently said something like, I'll train you and I'll help you if you get rid of your friends. And I think Ortega said something along the lines of, I was worried for this guy because my friends heard him say that and then they respected him. And, and so he knew this guy had clout. Like this guy was like an OG kind of thing. And so he was a street kid, a street guy himself, you know, an old head. So he, uh, he had that connection and he appreciated the fact that he was trying to get him off the streets and put him in a situation where he can make money and fight. And that's kind of how he got started in fighting. And then he trained with uh, Renner Gracie, I believe. And he became a ridiculous scrapper. I mean, dude, you see his fights with like Cub Swanson and some of these other guys, like his chokes, dude, it's like next level shit. Like it's crazy grappling. And he didn't even need it this fight. And he didn't even use it against Fuck. Frankie. He completely stood with Frankie and used nothing but boxing and knocked him out, bro. So we didn't even with see a his ground uppercut. He actually lifted him up off the ground with that uppercut. Yeah. Man. And I and I'm I love I hate talking about it because I love Edgar. You know? Yeah. But, I mean, you got to give credit where it's due, man. I mean, I'm sure Edgar's giving. And, you know, I'll say what's cool about all the UFC fighters that have tweeted in their their thoughts on the fight. They'll say, badass, Ortega. And then every single one also is like, but keep your chin up. Hats off to you. Real warrior. Everything so positive about Edgar. Yeah, so, you can't say nothing bad about I love Edgar. seeing stuff like that. So. You can't say nothing bad about him. Yeah. And, you know, he took a risk. He was fighting for the title. And, and then he fought Ortega, risking, you know, a possible loss and lose – his ranking and and for not even title right like mm-hmm. i mean and he took that risk and he, and he lost so <clears throat> it was a big risk dude but that's that's who frankie is and that's why people love him man yeah. he fights anybody anywhere he'll fight next week if they want him to 
And it just is very well, unfortunate can, that the, I mean, he, Yair he beat or whatever who's coming up, but it's like it was unfortunate that he met Ortega because Ortega probably is the next big thing. I mean, how can how can you argue against it, dude? Frankie's the type of guy that nobody wants to fight. You can't you can't really have a good fight against Frankie. I mean, he's everywhere. He's all over you. I tell you, my sources tell me that it's going to be Holloway and uh, Ortega probably in July. So, That'll be the internet is your sources. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Google.com. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean that's and like I said, I, I appreciate Holloway yeah. what he does. But Ortega, I don't see that anybody beating this guy for a while, man. That guy, I like Holloway too, man. I like his attitude. I, I think he he's always respectful. He's a good dude. I don't, I don't know, Ortega's I don't know if I, scary, man. I don't know if I see him beating Ortega, man. I mean, if Ortega's going to punch like that and have that kind of power and put, I know he had that power because I think he only had two or three finishes in all of his career. Who? I mean. Uh, TKO finishes, oh, knockout finishes. Yeah, yeah. Ortega. And for him to do that to Edgar, one but of that's the best the boxers. And, and, and Edgar's taking punches from everyone. Rock. And he's never been finished. So for him to put him down like that, that fast in the first round, and not even use his jits, which is like his, his biggest thing, man. I mean, he's got crazy jits. Like next level, like shit that's like, it, it's unbelievable, man. He, he He's, I mean, we don't even know the extent of how good his jits is. But what we've seen so far is he's just demolished we've, people. We've got to get our people to call Ortega, get him on the show. <laughs> We'll call. By our people, I mean us. You. <laughs> Me, I'll call. Hey, Ortega, this him. is Mark, Mike's friend. Yeah, Come I'll on my him. TV show. I'll text him. But uh, you can't expect anything less than him being mm-hmm. the next big thing fighting Holloway. And obviously that fight's going to happen. It's going to be a great fight. I think it's going to be a good fight. But, man, I think Ortega might be the next big deal, dude. He might be the next big deal for sure. It's Yeah. It's good to see, man. I, and, and, and and what a good And kid. a good story. And like we just said, we went over it. And, like, he was a street kid. And he, we kind of got off track, but uh, he did decide to give up his friends and give up that life. So it's not like he got pulled out of that life from going to jail or from the police or his family or somebody like making him get out of that life or a death or something where it's like, it was just like, you know, he chose to go out of that life. Like he chose, this is what I want to do. I have a chance to be a fighter, even though he's never really kind of fought on a, on a professional or skilled level. He made that choice to change his life. So, like, you have to give him respect for that. Yeah. And he, Good and he, role model. Yeah, he, he made that choice, and he seems so humble and so happy. He's gonna he be has such to be a changed, star. right? He's going to be such a star, man. I mean, I love the guy, yeah. I mean, I mean, you, we've seen a lot of street guys in UFC. I'm not going to mention names, but we've seen a lot of guys that came from the street, and, and they don't have any respect or very little respect, and, and they kind of bring the street into the, the fighting thing. I, you know, I don't, he left it, man. And he's like, you know what? I'm humble, and, like, it is what it is, and I may have he may have had to done what he had to do back in the day, whatever. Who knows what it is? But it's like he's a new person now, and you can tell that. Yeah. And he's a happy person, and like, why not? I mean, he's yeah. fucking on top. He's got. I mean, a lot of people probably didn't know who he was before this fight. No, you know they they know now. You know, I think the Cub Swanson fight put him on the map, yeah. and a couple others, but but definitely this one. I mean, it, it, I think you know I'm talking about the, the casual thing. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, I mean. But he's an example of like what I said as, as far as the O'Malley fight. Like you have to win in an extraordinary way. He's only had, I think uh, Ortega's had five fights in the UFC or something like that. And he won them all, right? But there's probably a lot of people in the UFC that's won five fights. And it doesn't mean you know who they are. Now he won a couple big fights, a few big fights. Um, but he won spectacularly. Like he won like in... in well, perfect example. We just talked about him either last week or the week before, James Vick. Yeah, was he twelve and one in the UFC? Something like that. He's fought twelve, eleven times, something like yeah. that. And he's Ortega's already 
closer. I mean, different divisions, I understand it. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah. it, like you said, you know, I mean... It's about how you win. It's about how you fight. And, and like, I wasn't trying to trash uh, Vic or anything, but yeah, of course I mean, if, you, if you compare that fight that Vic had against Ortega, buddy... Yeah. I don't care if he's twenty six and one. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like like there was there's a, there's a night and day difference of how Vic fought and how Ortega fought. Ortega's a scary fucking dude. Yeah. You know, like that dude is scary. That that's a dude that's gonna be. He a looked star. like he weighed one hundred and seventy pounds in there. Way man. bigger than Frankie. Fuck, man. Way bigger than Frankie, and never took a step backwards. Never took a step backwards, bro. I could watch that guy fight every day. He <clears> took <throat> he took every combination from Frankie. Covered up, maybe some landed, but he never backed up. He was always in his face, always going forward. He had like one second to grab his neck. I think Frankie came in for a takedown toward the end or something. And he grabbed his neck and was going to go put him in a guillotine. I thought that was going to be the end. I was like, oh, shit. And like, like he's just right there. Whatever he gets, he takes. And like that, that uppercut, man. It was like a combination, I think. And then that. And I love the, just, the humbleness. Like kind of like an old school John Jones before he got all whatever he's doing. But yeah. like that, I, I really like that. Because yeah, everybody's humble, trying to talk shit like McGregor. Like we, I know we talk about this all the time, but it's just... It's refreshing, if you will, to yeah. see shit like that. You know, I mean, so. it's, a, it's diverse. You know, the group, the, the yeah. whole UFC uh, roster. But I like. I'm a, I'm a huge Ortega fan, man. Yeah. I hope we get and O'Malley, man. I think two stars. I like O'Malley too, yeah. dude. How how weird was it? Let's go back to O'Malley for just two seconds. How crazy was it that? Okay, first of all, he shouldn't have won, not because his talent, but because he couldn't stand, and for two minutes he couldn't stand. So it's like, you know, we already said that. But the point was, he won the fight. And he got his uh, hand raised from on his back. I never seen then, Joe Rogan do an, an interview on his knees. They did an interview with, with O'Malley <laughs> on the mat. That's I'd never seen that before. That's, that's pretty crazy, that's new right? To me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. But he, you know, he's another guy that's like you can't take it away from him that he that he won the fight. Yeah, dude, he got lucky as shit that that guy held him down. Which guy? Sokemtath. Sokemtath. <laughs> I gotta say it slow first. <laughs> we Fuck gotta, you. We that's gotta, a hard name to say. We gotta man. build this guy, dude. You gotta build him up. Sukumtash. You know? But uh, suffering Sukumtash. He, he, he got that lucky that, that Sukumtash. That's a Looney Tunes reference, Michael. I get it. But he, we got, he got lucky that he held him down. But he was humble too, you know, O'Malley. And he he did. He had a great interview, and like I think he's a good star in the sport for sure. Yeah. And I think he's gonna be a rising star. I love his style, bro. I mean, he 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 definitely didn't have the a good second round compared to the first. But man, I love his style. Great style. Have we even talked about the main event yet? Not yet. Should we? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, fuck. Dude, here's the thing. We had complaints last time, and uh, the people wanted a longer recap, so we're making a longer recap. So we're going to put extended in the uh, title? It ain't that extended, man. We're covering the fights. Dude, a recap is to cover everything, and we're covering everything. You watch this recap. I do this for a living. Nobody you has don't have to tell me. Nobody has to watch the fight. They just watch us, and they're like, God, so I know everything too. that happened. Or Silver Foxes, me and you. Yeah, dude. Fuck, we're getting old, man. Stop, dude. It's Silver Fox Ugh. shit, dude. Our Lofty's <laughs> older than us. So Six the, months. So the main event. I mean, there's not much to talk about the main event. Yeah. Uh, I mean, come this on. This was pretty much it, given. It is what it is. Come on. I mean, okay, so the main event, obviously, Chris Cyborg won. I could have told you that last week. It's not like yeah, that's, I had to tell you that right now. The main event was Ortega, and I think we talked about that already. Okay, so, so. we had this girl, Zaira, that trained at AK Thailand uh, a couple months ago. And she's a good fighter, yeah. but a lot of people don't know who she is. I mean, she's an unknown, pretty much, kind of. Russian. I mean, she's got a big following, and in Russia, she's known. But yeah. and across the world, she's unknown. And she beat this Yana girl the fight before Yana last. Kutsanaya. Kutsanaya. Kunetska. 
That's what I said. Kunetska. You just don't understand the difference in the... the oh, I'm from a different dialect of Russian than, yeah. than you're used to? Yeah, it's just it's my dialect. You don't understand it. Did I just teach you the word dialect, by the way? Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Because I, I totally have never learned that before. Learned? I'd never learned. Very welcome back. It's a different dialect. Yeah, whatever. So, whatever. Uh, anyway, the point is, uh, she's coming off that loss, and then she won one fight, and it got thrown in there with Cyborg. Now, here's the problem. Hats off to her for fighting, but she like the one thing I didn't like was she kind of cowered down, and it's like... I feel like if you're going to find someone to fight Cyborg, find somebody that's a warrior. Find somebody that's going to go out there and fight her, like, sword, you know, to, to, by the sword. You know what I mean? She's going to live by the sword or die by the sword. And Yana, like, cowered down multiple times where she got hit and then just covered her head and fell down and just grabbed her leg and was like, you know what I mean? Like, and so well, I it, it makes Chris Cyborg look good, but she's fighting a 135-pounder who's had plenty of losses and, and is coming off of just a one-fight win streak, and she's a 135-pounder. Yeah, she beat uh, Evinger, however you say her name, and, and yeah. Invicta. You know? but, I'm just, but I'm just saying she's a 135-pound fighter. But that's what happens when you create a division for a person where there's not a lot of talent. I mean, I mean, there, there, well, there isn't a lot of talent. There will be, but there's, there's not good right girls now. in the division, but there's yeah. not a lot of talent. So you're going to run out of people for her to fight. But if you do find someone for her to fight, I think it's, I mean, it's a tough job for the matchmaker. But they got to find somebody that's going to fight her and like give her everything. And Yana didn't. And I was hoping the least thing Yana did was just go out on her sword and like just fucking give it all. And she cowered she, a lot. She fell put down up a lot. She did take her down. I give her and, that. And I but. get that it's scary looking at Cyborg. I wouldn't fight her. This is like, so Yana was probably terrified the whole time. And like she got thrown into a big fight where she had a, and, and they say it's a win-win situation, but it's like, not really. Like it's a win-win when you fight a, a champion and you're not qualified to fight a champion and worst case scenario, you lose. But with Cyborg, like worst case scenario, you, could die. If you're I guess you're thinking more of a Travis Luter versus uh, Anderson Silva. Travis Luter had nothing to lose fighting him. Yeah. Even though he didn't lose enough and, weight. And, and he, and it didn't he count. could have fought him better. He had him yeah. on the ground and then he missed the arm bar. But yeah, this is, this is between two fighters that shouldn't it even cost be in the me same. my fight against him. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to. I, I like it. bringing that up. I get it. I get it. But the thing is, it's like, yeah, that's a, the that's a difference. In this fight, you're talking about a girl that does have something to lose. Brain cells. Like memory, like you know what I mean. Well, like I got a question for you. So your first fight in the UFC, obviously you know this. Yeah. Um, you get ten thousand to win, or ten thousand to show, ten thousand to win, and then twenty five hundred from rebound. I didn't. No. No, you didn't. It's the new rules now. I'm yeah. telling you now. I got. Paid I can like teach five you some and UFC five. Stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, but this was two thousand. I was on that tough five. money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember. Tough I was, to get it. It huh? was tough to get the money back then. Well, no, you get ten grand your first fight in UFC. Now, obviously, they probably paid her a little more since she's fighting Cyborg I'm and the main event. Sure, she did. Yeah. But the beauty is, is I'm ninety percent sure on this: is you get twenty five hundred from Reebok no matter what. Right. But you get thirty thousand if you fight for a championship. If you're fighting, yeah, and if you're so. No, is, it, is it if you're a champion or you're fighting no, forty? For a championship? Forty if you're the champion. Okay. Thirty if you do. So she made out okay. Yeah. So, but I, I'm curious to know if she got ten grand just to fight. I mean, ten grand. No, 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 to, no, no, no. She made more, and she got pay per view buy points for sure. You think so? But I don't know how many this is going to get. It just uh, depends. You never know in a car it's like just, this. I mean, what was she a sixteen hundred underdog or whatever it was? It I mean, was sixteen fifty. Uh, she's minus sixteen fifty. So it was, yeah, you would have to put a Corvette payment <laughs> for, or probably more than that. Some a Corvette payment. Z06, sixteen hundred a month, whatever. To make one hundred dollars in that's Vegas. That's like a, yeah, that's a really nice Mercedes. That's why I said Corvette. Corvettes suck, dude. You can get a Corvette. For I like agree. I'm a Mustang. Eight hundred bucks a month. Seven hundred bucks a month. I think. I have, I have, well, you know nothing about cars. 
Uh, How many uh, engines does a Corvette have? Well, I assume it has one. You would assume that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like a mechanic or a fucking car that. guy. I did sell them at one point, but not Corvettes. Yeah, I believe... I uh, sold cars with one engine, so I... <laughs> do we need to go back? Did we, I can't remember if we told the... Uh, when you were a mechanic for Fabio. For Fabio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Fabio God. asked you to help him with his truck, and you had no fucking clue. Okay, first of all, I think did we tell that story? No, we did, but not here. I feel like I lose track when it's podcast or when it's uh. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> I met Fabio. He was, I think we that, told that story already. We didn't. We didn't. We never told him the podcast. But I do have beautiful oh, okay. hair. He had beautiful hair for sure. What the fuck? He did though. He really did. He, and Who cares? He, he it's looked a dude. Just, if you look at my Instagram from like way a long time ago. We have that picture. So I went into like a, uh, <laughs> so I went into, I went into like a, a gas station on, on the way to LA. I was outside of LA. So he wasn't just pulled up shirtless on a horse. No, 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 he wasn't. He was in a truck. He was in a tight shirt. What? Flowing hair. Well, you, your descriptive words on I'm him just, are uh, bothering me, It's man. Fabio, bro. And it looked like Fabio. <laughs> Who fucking cares? So, I, so he, he's in a truck. I pull in and he's in the, he's got this like uh, big truck and he's got like uh, I don't know like two or three ATVs in the back. He was clearly having fun for the day somewhere on his like, ATVs or whatever. But he had the hood up and he was walking away. He was walking. <laughs> so it sounds like a, a porn movie. The beginning, right? Oh, Michael. So then hold my hair. Yeah, he's like he's having trouble with his truck. And then next thing you know, I'm looking at Fabio walking towards me. The wind's blowing opposite too, so his hair's blowing back. I, I shit you not. I can't make this up. He's walking towards me and the hair's blowing back. I mean, I know it sounds like a porn, but it, so then he walks up to me and he's like, uh, I'm not even going to try to do his accent, dude. I'll, I'm, I'm embarrassed myself. <laughs> but he asked me if. Uh, I can't believe my truck's not better. That yeah, that's like, what pretty much. That was kind of forced, but you get what he, I'm doing I there. It, I get it. So he, uh, <laughs> he asked me if I, I could help him with his truck. And uh, you know me, dude. Yeah. My mechanic skills are like. But of course, I said, "Yeah," because <laughs> so I was kind of it's Fabio. I'm gonna talk to the guy for a few minutes, wow. see why the hell he's at a gas station and broke down, and you know. So he's like, "Can you help me with my truck?" And you know, I'm thinking like it's Fabio. He's on the cover of like books. It's probably like he needs water in his fucking thing or, or water in his thing. What do you need water? You in? <laughs> Just a radiator. I'm thinking it's like I mean, oil or something. Like it's nothing big. It's Fabio. He doesn't know shit about cars. windshield wiper. Yeah, something like minor, you know. Wow. So I go to his car and. Uh, I'm looking in there like I know what I'm doing. I'm like, well, yeah, let's check this, you know, let's check this. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Just so you could hang out with your childhood hero. I was just, I figured I could help maybe, you know, like maybe I, I could see something was low, like some kind of like one of the liquid things it was like low on the. Wow. Yeah. So nothing, I couldn't tell. So I was like, I'll be honest with you, man. Like I, you know, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't know a bunch about like cars and stuff. I'm like, I, I mean, I, it looks like everything looks normal, <laughs> but I guess it's not because you're not driving. And uh, so I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I, you know, nothing I can do. We can go in there and try to find somebody. Did you get an autograph? No. I just, yeah, he shook my hand. I was like, oh, thank you. Be honest I think, with thank me. Thank you. So then I went inside. Was his hair blowing? Huh? Was his hair blowing in the wind? Yeah. When first, when he first walked up. And then I went inside <laughs> and I was getting chips and, and some and some snacks and stuff. And protein and. Yeah, protein, dumbbells. <laughs> and, yeah. And I was thinking like, damn, I can't believe Fabio just asked me to help him fix his truck. That's random. You know, it's just a weird thing to happen at a gas station at a random location. And uh, yeah, then he came in and he was doing something inside and I passed him again. And I was with. Uh, <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Dude. I was with a bigger Fabio fan than myself. 
And so they got a picture. And so then I was like, ah, oh, hey, man, can I take a picture with you too? Man, I wasn't like trying to like be a fanboy, but yeah, I took a picture with him. And uh, it was me and Fabio on the gas station in the chip aisle. I don't even know where to go the rest of this podcast after that story. It, man, you know what? It's a weird story. You started it, and it's your fault, man. So I feel, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't apologize. know. You'd be all blushing and wanna, sweating now. Look at you. I'm not Heart's sweating, beating. Dude. It's not beating, dude. I, listen, I apologize to our, our viewers <laughs> and our, our listeners, man. They had to listen to the Fabio story. But hey, dude, it's part of my life, man. I ran into Fabio and didn't help him worth the shit. <sighs> it's, it's just so if you're, if you're watching Fabio, which I'm if, sure, dude, I'm if, sure he's, he's watching. What would you do if I could get Fabio on the podcast? I, I, I'm sorry I couldn't help you with your truck, buddy. And I hope it worked <laughs> out for you. I hope you made it wherever the hell you were going. I don't know. God. Okay. Um, well, a big congratulations to Mike Pyle. <laughs> he retired. This was his last fight. Yeah, you know, well, not congratulations. He lost his fight. Well, but, but congratulations for his career. But right? but his career. I mean, yeah. the guy's done it all, man. And like, I was going to tell you a fun story about this, too. So after Ultimate Fighter, I trained with Randy Couture at another gym in Las Vegas, and Mike Pyle came in. And back in those days, the early days, right, like, if you never heard of a guy's name, like who a guy was, like, you, you didn't care about grappling with him. You know, we felt like we are better or we could handle anybody, you know what I mean? Like at that stage, eh, it's cocky to say, I get yeah, it. I mean, but that's our, our mindset, right? If, if, I, if I met somebody and I didn't know their name, they're an MMA fighter, and I didn't like recognize them as being a, a big you know, MMA fighter or whatever, I, I'll roll with them. And I felt like, no problem, I'll handle this guy easy or, or at least go good with him, you know? And I remember he was so strong. He was so good on the ground. And I was just like, fuck. And I was going to the Ultimate Fighter. It was It was during the ultimate fighter or right before we started taping or right after i can't remember but um i remember thinking like damn this guy's really good like holy shit and it was mike pile you know mm. and i asked uh, randy and he's like yeah it's mike pile and he's really good at a lot of fights and all that and that was the first time i ever kind of met him and rolled with him and i was just like wow this dude's legit and then he's had an amazing career so definitely big congratulations to cannot congrats for the fight but congrats for yeah, his exactly. career and like you know I'm, I'm hope he's moving on to something good and better and uh you know hopefully it uh it works out good for him so it will. we'll end it on a good note as far as uh him him retiring well, I to tell you and that moving my, on something uh, good my sources again oh the internet my sources told me that dana white a friend of ours yours the show um, it's going to be Amanda Nunes versus uh, Cyborg next. Right, can, so I, you know. can I go ahead and say this? Uh, I was kind of like, I walked away from the TV and Joe Rogan walked up to Chris Cyborg and he said, uh, who do you want to fight next? Who's ready for you? And I thought she said a man because she's Amanda. Yeah. So I thought she was like full full board ready to fight anybody. I think anybody. she'd fight a man. Yeah. I, like, I thought she was full board ready to fight. I mean, obviously it was. It was for a while, I thought the same about Rousey. I'm yeah. not going to say I like 100% believe that. I mean, obviously Amanda Nunes is right there. Yeah. But it was just, it sounded like that. And, and coming from her, when you hear that, even if you know it's Amanda Nunes, you're like, I mean, she could literally fight a man and it'd be a good fight. Like she yeah. could beat a, half the roster probably. I mean, mm -hmm. considering size difference, you know what I mean? At least. Powerful woman. Of the of the UFC. I mean, she's a beast, dude. She really, really is a beast. Mm -hmm. And like, I hope Amanda Nunes fights her because I think she'll put up a good fight. And I want to see someone put up a good fight. I think Holly Holm doing as good as she did as far as taking her to the later rounds may have kind of opened up some things for people to study. Yana wasn't going to be the one. And we watched a countdown show. And when you're looking at Holly Holm teaching Yana 
BJJ. Yeah. I mean, come on. What what do you, what do you expect the fight to be? It's gonna be a it's gonna be a long time before somebody. I beats wouldn't have shown that in the countdown show if it was me. I wouldn't show like Holly Holm teaching Yana how to fight. I mean, it's one thing to give her advice, but she was teaching her moves and stuff. And it's like if the, if the girl who's teaching you moves got beat by the girl you're fighting, it, things well, aren't going to work. She's out a for relative you. unknown. I think they had to use Holly to kind of show where she's at, what she's doing, and have Holly in there yeah, for the star I just, power. I, I mean, think they could have done it in a way that was more yeah. like just advice, not like teaching her the actual moves. But, but oddly enough, she took her down twice, whether it, one was accidental or not. I mean, yeah, she did, and she yeah. held her against the cage very well. Yeah. And she, she, I mean, she was winning the first, I think, two minutes of the fight. I think she just got really scared when she started getting two hit, and a half. So yeah, she did. She did. And I would too. No, you know, not dogging, but you know. So anyway, long story short, man, I hope I hope uh, Amanda Nunes gets this fight and puts up a good fight, and we see like a competitive match because like nobody wants to see somebody that's just so much better than everybody else have an easy career. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. There's nowhere else in the in the UFC where people are getting easy careers. You know what I mean? Like easy fights all the time. And so, not not saying Holly Holm was an easy fight, but there's no one that's like on her level. So like it's Demetrius like, Johnson. There's the other one. Okay. I mean that whole hate mail to Marbuzeski division. You hate Demetrius. Johnson I don't hate him. I just hate that the little guys that fight. It's like ah, I just well that didn't help you any. Well, okay then. I think Cyborg should be pound for pound best fighter in the world. Nobody can beat her. I mean, she goes up, she moves down weight, up weight, wherever she wants to go, she'll beat him. John, or not John Dotson, the other, uh, Mighty Mouse. He stayed in one little tiny 115 or whatever they fight over there. I just wish he would fight TJ Dillashaw or something. If you want to be pound for pound, then mm. fight other pounds. I don't know where I'm going. You know what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> I do. They probably well, do. Well, they get it. They, they'll they comment about it, yeah. though. But anyway, guys, please subscribe and... Uh, uh, Give us comments. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you thought about the card, about our breakdown. You wanted a longer uh, recap, and we, we gave it to you. We just go a little off topic. Not really. We just e expanded the We topics. talked about Fabio. That's your fault. Don't bring Fabio into this. Oh, oh see there. God, you're so defensive about Fabio. That's Don't your talk boy. about Fabio like that. Would you rather hang out with Fabio for a week or The Rock for one hour? The Rock for an hour. Would you rather marry Fabio or kiss The Rock? I didn't want to do either one of those. Okay. I'd kiss the rock, but I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to do either one. I like the rock, though. The rock. We could have a whole other podcast. Dude. Dwayne Johnson's my dude, dude. I, yeah. I, I look up to him a lot, so. You better hope Fabio, Fabio stopped watching. I don't look up to Fabio. It's just, it's just fucking Fabio at a gas station. What the fuck? <laughs> what do you want from me, dude? Like, I'm, I'm, I was surprised by that. It's weird. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Glad you got to meet him. I'm, I'm happy you're proud about that, and you ruined our podcast with it. Yeah, we didn't ruin it. All right, guys. So you you got the complete everything this time. We we I don't think there's nothing we left. Dear diary. We pretty much said our whole day today to these guys. Yeah, so. we literally did. So anyway, guys, please subscribe. Please follow us. Our podcasts are way better than this. We get off topic on here, and, I and it's almost one a.m. now. So yeah, recaps aren't our best thing in the whole world, but we we try and uh, we give our input. Uh, follow us 50,000 subscribers Mark's gonna fight a Muay Thai fight in Thailand first fight ever so uh, give us those subscriptions guys come on click that subscribe at the end of this video a little white button says has our logo click it that's what you gotta do is it white yep 100% sure million percent sure yeah. I should subscribe then yeah that'd be great appreciate it yeah, yeah. and uh, also we will be doing a uh, episode number 20 podcast and that will be uh, tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. 
And so we'll upload that in the next probably couple of days. And that's going to be a nice recap of our 20 episodes that we've had so it's far. Kind of like a, a manager's choice. Do you remember, remember school on Tuesdays? The lunch know. was manager's choice. You didn't know what it was on the menu. Everything in our school was the same. It was the same ingredients, just they formed it different ways, like tacos, burritos. Uh, did you mention tacos? Shout out to uh, the fan that sent me these socks. Those are tacos. What a segue into it, buddy. Nice. Wait a did you uh, did you do that to segue into your fucking socks? No, but well done. Oh my god, dude! I didn't know what to say. How did how did I get drugged into that? <laughs> I can't believe You're you did it. I forgot I was wearing them until you said tacos with tacos on them. What the fuck happened to you, man? Thank you. Anyway, what was I even saying? Anyway, the podcast is going to be really good. We're going to look back at uh, our, our past guests. Mickey Work, DC. Hmm. Uh, where so, are they now? So show, many, man. Will. I mean, like so many good it's guests. It's been six months since we started. Where are they now? Yeah. So we'll. So it's going to be a good one, guys. Stay tuned. Subscribe. Thanks for viewing. Leave comments. And we will respond to as many comments as you leave. And we greatly appreciate them. Thanks. Coco and Angel, thanks for the socks. It's actually Max Hernandez that sent the socks. No?